And it's on. It's on, yeah. And we're recording? Oh, yeah, we're recording. We're recording. As per usual. <laughs> yeah. Like this, the sneaky the start. The sneaky start. We're going to have to keep an eye on these because I haven't charged them. You haven't charged them? No, so they might ah. go off, at which point the podcast will end. Well, I mean, we're professionals. Yeah, this is the lowest effort. The yeah, lowest effort this we've might ever be put the into lowest a podcast yet. podcast yet. Yeah. We've had a week off. Sabbatical. We had sabbatical, yeah. Enforced sabbatical. Yeah, there was a four-day weekend. There was. We badly planned it. We badly approached it. Yeah, um, some would say, yeah, we got our tactics mixed up. Got excited. Know. Definitely got excited. There's a limited amount of four-day weekends I can endure. And yeah, I'm getting really close to the... Yeah, four days, like. Yeah. It's excessive. Yeah. You know? It's like when people say, like... Uh, do the four-day work week I, I agree with them like a three-day weekend's good but if someone said what about a three-day work week i'd say stop Calm yeah i'd down. say stop yeah, that's too. a bit too much no people need to be fucking doing a bit of work yeah week. if i have you know four I mean? days where i can do whatever i want mm. Mm. you know no i'd be delighted with four-day working week yeah and three-day weekend i mean come on like we've got chat gbt we've got ai get your fingers out boss ones make it happen yeah it'll happen eventually you know what i'm saying you know, we need these boys, the tech boys, to make it so that we can work, earn the same money. Yeah. In fact, maybe even a bit more money. Mm-hmm. But we still have, we have to have a three-day weekend. Someone, uh... A frolic. More frolicking time. <laughs> Fro- frolicking I want more what, time yeah. to frolic. I don't frolic enough. No. Nah, it's been ages since I've frolicked in a field. Mm. Mm. We should take the train out, um, out of town one day and find a nice field to frolic in. We should. I don't know if I don't like in England and Ireland. You're legally allowed to frolic in any field you choose, as long as you stay near the footpath. I think it's a, it's a law that's been on the books since yeah. King Henry VIII. You know, frolicking is allowed, is permitted within yeah. the fields of. Well, then it was the Kingdom of Ireland and Kingdom of, of of England. But was the peasants' revolt not about frolicking? Well, some say it might have been. Okay, it might have been a factor. Yeah, I don't really remember much history. <laughs> It's been a very weird start to the podcast. The worst one yet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we the boys basically went a wee bit overboard last weekend. We went on yeah. the, I mean, we went on the drink basically, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah. Um, along with other people, like it wasn't just me. And oh, you, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, Do you think some people watch this? Jeopardized everything. And, people watch this and think just you and me spend all our time <laughs> hanging out together, blackout drunk. Really? <laughs> hang out with nobody else. Like yeah. mm. All the friends mm. are made up. So, yeah, the last time I saw you was actually the Sunday. Yeah. And the Monday was was a free was a holiday and. Yeah, I was out watching football. I was out with with a good friend, Nigel Gorman, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, things got out of hand. Uh, on the we got we just got excited. We're all pints on a Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't even have come out. Yeah, you. So you had been out the night before. Yeah, and I shouldn't have gone out that night either. Uh, and you were like, you were three sheets of the wind. As yeah. far, from what I hear, I wasn't there, but I heard about you. Yeah, Daddy came out. Daddy came out. Yeah, no one likes Daddy, Daddy Moon. Daddy Moon is a terrible person. Um, but yeah, you met us for a little while. Mm-hmm. Went yeah. home, got in trouble. Got in trouble, yeah. Went back out again. <sighs> yeah. Dangerous game. Tough, tough. Not fun. Goodness me. But anyway, look at you. You made it through. You're back Just in the good about, books. Yeah, back, back in the good books. Uh, yeah. Not in the good books with myself, I think. Ah, like, yes, that's different, yeah. I was thinking... I don't think I even enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, 
I didn't have fun. I had fun, like, I think. <laughs> yeah, like, if, if you can't remember it, bank account takes a huge hit. Yes. Oh, and then you're sort of lying there in pain. Yeah. Trying to remember what you did. I know, yeah. I know. I know. We, we maybe came to take a wee small break off. So, at least take a break off getting to that level, you know? Yeah. I mean, I watched a, a film. Just have like four beers or something like that. Yeah, but that's really hard to do. I know, yeah. I watched a film the other night called The Way Back mm-hmm. about an alcoholic who, like, you know, he, like, drinks all the time, like, drinks in the shower, drinks when he wakes up. Was, like, it makes it really uncomfortable to watch. Yes. But mm. it's Ben Affleck playing it. Ah, uh, okay. So at the same time, you're like, oh, but he is so cool. Like, he looks yeah. amazing. Like, is that what it's like to be an alcoholic? So it's... Yeah. Like, it's, it's a really well-done portrayal of alcoholism as, like, a disease. Yes. Except for the alcoholic is Ben Affleck. I know he's much too put together to be an alcoholic, isn't he? Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The most phenomenally shaped man. Like, he's not a skinny, yeah. muscular ballet dancer. He's just thick. He's a big, but, thick boy. Yeah, like, he's, he's... When people say, like, they want to get fit and get in shape, I think that's what they probably should aim for, because that's yeah. achievable. Like, he's not, like, 0% body fat, shrink-wrapped. This is it. They... But at the same time, you can see, like, his chest and his shoulders, like, bulging out. And he's probably got a bit of a beer belly on him, but it doesn't matter. It's you can funny. have a, you can have a beer belly as long as your shoulders are wider than that beer belly. Yes, <laughs> that's my theory. Yeah, that's my theory. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that's because that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the fucking. Um, it's funny how your, like your perception of what an alcoholic is changes as you go older. Like, cause when I was younger, it was like kind of down and out types. You're, yeah, you know, fucking mumbling to themselves in the street, drinking, drinking on the street with fucking. Yeah with big bulbous noses and you know i kind of look yeah know? but actually it's it's all around you like there's you know what i mean there's people just having wee sneaky vodkas and all when during the working day like yeah do you know what i mean pouring, just pouring stuff in like their, their tea and things like that yeah. like middle-aged women who you'd be like you wouldn't you wouldn't have them down as a fucking alky like but well yeah it's, it's like, out there you know the, the middle-aged women who stay at home and stuff and have to you know, sweep the house and things. They've got nothing else to do except drink white wine. Like the rich people in the suburbs, like they're the ones um, who suffer from it. It's true. I think a lot of them, because you, as you say, it's, it's almost like a boredom thing. Like yeah. once yoga's over in the morning, like you've done your yoga class. I mean, your kids are kind of grown up now. Mm. You know, what the fuck else are you going to do? Like, do you know? Do you think we're alcoholics? I don't think we're alcoholics, no. No. Alcoholics couldn't afford to drink the, the amount of drink we drink. <laughs> <laughs> a very u- a very unique approach to saving off alcoholism would be to only drink really expensive extravagant cocktails <laughs> yeah. so you can just never afford to be badly alcoholic alcoholics don't drink negronis like we do yeah yeah um true. no because but I, I that was actually that's a quote from my uncle my uncle said that <laughs> said, i'm not an alcoholic alcoholic couldn't afford to drink, the way I drink. <laughs> very good. um yeah no this is it mate um we don't I don't think it. we are alcoholics, yeah. no, because I think like I can go a long time without drinking. Like mm-hmm. I know I can. Like we did, I've done like dry January before. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like easier than I thought and stuff like that. But I, I will say this though, I am fond of a drink. Oh yeah, that's my I'm like, very fond of a drink. I worry about how much I look forward to it by about Thursday or Friday. Yeah, mm. and I've, I've tried going out before without drinking. I'm just so fucking bored. Mm. Like, yeah, going out when you're sober is, is it, it's a tough one. Like, yeah, when everybody else is is, is on especially the especially when like, everyone else is on the drink, and you see how like just you see how the the stupidity levels of it. 
it yeah. makes you very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the things you come out with, like, and these things yeah. you hear when you're sober and you, you're in, in an environment where other people are drunk, you're like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, but that's definitely yeah, yeah. us though. Like, we people must listen to us and be like, those two guys are fucking insane. I'm like, very aware lately. I don't know if it's always been like this, but I'm very aware, usually around Canyon number three, mm-hmm. when I'm starting to get drunk, but I'm still, I still think I could probably like, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm still careful, aware, yeah, like got a sober mind, but I can hear myself losing the ability to talk and yeah. get my words mixed up. I and that's a really weird thing to notice. It's like yeah. watching, it's like watching your Uber driver, like drunk driving, but yeah. you're inside your own mind. You're like something's. I can see myself going wrong here. Yeah, like starting yeah. to fail. But you just keep going. You yep. push through. Oh yeah. Push that's through the Kenya number fucking eight. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, that's what um, I noticed last night. Like, I can do calm drinking, but they get to the point in my drunkenness where I'm like, it speeds up. The consumption speeds yeah. up. Yeah. So it, suddenly, it, I'm drinking a Kenya every ten minutes, as opposed to making it last I half know. an hour. I find as well, it it depends on who you're with, but like, there's times when I drink very fast like yeah yeah and I go oh, I'm like, calm down like and I'm trying to drink slower now but like for example yesterday after work I had a few drinks after work yesterday yeah and one of the guys who I was having a drink with he's just knocking them back like and you, yeah. then you kind of feel like you have to keep up keep up yeah. but you don't you should really like I need to be more like sort of independently minded when it comes to my 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 speed of drink you know you don't necessarily have to match the fastest person on the fucking table i do find take that a moment like you find that you quite know? rude as well when you're with someone who drinks fast it's annoying because it's, it's it? almost yeah. like they're drinking fast to mm. bear being with you <laughs> maybe do, yeah. do you know what i mean <laughs> you want to say like hey slow down what the fuck's wrong like i uh, know chill out like you, you don't have to be here i'll leave if you want yeah um but yeah I, i'm inclined to drink fast and i need to be careful with that yeah and go slower Go slower. Not a race. Chill the beans. The other thing right? is the hangovers are getting worse and worse as you get older. Yes, I was a wee bit hungover this morning, mm. to say the least. It's weird. Like they, They're getting worse. They last longer. Yeah. But they're not as unbearable as they used to be, which makes me think yeah. my kidneys are dying. See, uh, <laughs> Just not making the effort anymore. Something's gone wrong. Like, yeah. but when, I, when I was uh, younger, say when I was like in my early 20s, mm-hmm. um. And like late teens, mm-hmm. I would have. I was a vomiter. I would have vomited a lot yeah. whenever I was hungover. Oh yeah, I vomited loads. I never vomit anymore. Like hard, very rarely do I vomit from drink. Like barely do it. Yeah. That's definitely. It's a change. Like that's changed as I got mm-hmm. older. I just have a Boston headache and just want to, yep. just want to be curled up in the corner. Just drink lots of you coffee. Know? I do. Um, but yeah, back then I was a big vomit guy. Yeah, I mean, we know a big vomit vomit girl. Our, our yeah. little fr- our, li- our little friend of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Vomiting in bins. She's a, she's a great vomit woman when yeah. she's when she's hung it's over. So, watching her sneak off to vomit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> saying everybody knows what she's yeah, yeah. doing. <laughs> well, think, that's her name. I we think, don't want to yeah. embarrass her. But, like she knows. There's a certain amount of exhibitionism there because I've seen her vomit in bins or behind bushes yeah. with invisible sight of like portaloos and public toilets. <laughs> like she'd rather it's like pissing outside. Sometimes it's fun. Yes, you want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't um, want to lose my my little. Our little script here. We Another have thing a, I found out script. recently uh, for hangovers. Do you know what makes them better for me? What's that? Being on creatine. Seriously? Yeah, the stuff that um, makes you retain water. And it makes sense because it probably 
gives you a bit of a shield against the dehydration, which That's is the big point. the big thing for your hangover. I have creatine. I haven't taken it in ages, like, but really? I was taking it regular enough for a while. But I, mm. I don't know why I just got out of the habit of it. But I must go back to it. And well, you yeah, it lately I've been having bad hangovers, but I got back on the creatine. Yeah, and they're not there anymore. That's it's good. like you know you can just drink some coffee and they're yeah. fine. This is it, though. This is it. But I, I think it's important though to every now and again evaluate your relationship with alcohol. Yes, especially definitely. I mean boys like us who are like we do like to socialize we like to have a bit of crack and yeah but there is you have to be aware that you, you know maybe you need to take out need to take a break or you yeah. need to be mindful of your you know your speed of drinking and shit like that being know? being dependent on it for fun uh, that's what i thing. worry about yeah, but i hate yeah. that when i know that's happening exactly like for example even today like usually we'd be having a few beers now like yeah but we're not today because yeah you know, don't need just, to last weekend almost broke yeah. us <laughs> yeah exactly well I was waking up thinking this morning like one of my favourite things to do on a Saturday and I realised I was looking forward to doing it and it disgusted me a bit is to wake up and drink like I've already told you I've drank so much coffee I'm a bit jittery uh, and I yeah. like getting into that like almost sick, almost sickening oh, yeah. coffee buzz yeah. and then pushing it back with alcohol because there's a golden hour or so there is actually where you're held up by the coffee but the alcohol's relaxing you it's true but then the whole thing flips yeah and i was thinking like that's a disgusting thing to enjoy like i shouldn't yeah. be looking forward to essentially have an hour feeling better than normal to spend three hours on either side feeling worse than normal yeah yeah i know what you mean this is it the caffeine's definitely like it's well documented that it's 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 a drug like There's oh yeah, yeah. Part of, like, most popular drug um, in civilization but like yeah, it's it's definitely the lesser of two evils there as regards yeah. to two ways to that. But yeah, yeah no, nah, I know what you mean. There is there is a wee buzz. You you have a coffee, like for example, to drink that and then have a beer. You there's you do yeah. you feel like With a million the, dollars um, there. The yeah. backswing, yeah, when you go from caffeine high to alcohol low. Yes. But here look at us being very reflective of, yeah. about our about our drinking habits and stuff like that. Being very 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 candid, yeah. I would say. I mean I'm gonna have a beer today, uh, but I'm not well, gonna have I may have a beer many. later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not gonna have too many, maybe. This is it, but yeah, this is it. Like, just because it's, I have to remind myself. Just because it's three o'clock on a Saturday, does not mean that you should have a beer in your hand. Yeah. Like I, I used to be like, less so these days. Like, but whenever when I first moved to Barcelona and stuff, I was like, Jesus, it's two o'clock here. I haven't had a beer yet. You yeah, know? Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> that's not okay, good. Michael. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fine. It's take take a wee bit of a chill pill there, like you know. You see, like the Europeans doing it, but you have to remember they're eating as well at the same time, and then this they'll go and have a nap, and so, then they'll eat tons more. Speaking of Europeans, I I was on my travels recently. Yeah, you were. I was in Italia. Yeah, in Italy, in Michael's, Napoli. Ma Michael's review of Italy. Let's go. Michael's review of Italy. It was wonderful. I must mm -hmm. say, uh, we were in Napoli, and then we went down the Amalfi Coast and stayed in a little tiny town called uh, Castellamare di Stabia, Lovely. which is like kind of between Sorrento and Napoli. Mm -hmm. Full of Americans, though, I will say. <laughs> um, you could not move for Americans. Allowed Americans. So many Yanks. I have nothing against Americans, like, but there was just notably a lot of them. Uh, and they do tend to be quite loud. They're, yeah, they're like the English when they're abroad. It's very loud. Um, you know they're there. But it was beautiful, man. I really enjoyed Pompeii. Pompeii was class. Yeah. Very dick-heavy. You know, very they dick centric. They love the dick, the Romans. Big fans. Yeah. Um, and also a lot of knocking shops and well, the, in fact, the penises direct you to the not. Yeah. To the, the prostitutes. To the the bordellos. Okay. 
Richard, that's what they're called. To, to give it its proper title. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Italy was beautiful. The people are so nice, man. The Italian people are so welcoming. I yeah. found them very, very welcoming. Very funny, very, like, just happy to meet you, basically. Like, you know, and I contrast that a little bit with here. Yeah. In Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the same welcome here. No. Let's put it that way. Like, to, you know? In terms of, like... <laughs> Now, there's some lovely people here, don't get me wrong, but there's, yeah. generally speaking, I mean, like, as regards, like, service and stuff like that, it's much higher standard. Because usually. in terms of what they rely on for income, like, they're both sort of tourist-heavy mm. areas uh, True. In, in terms of their market, but yeah. in Italy, they're nice to you. They're, they're genuinely good. Whereas like, here, they seem to want you to go away. Well, yes. they write it on the wall, tourists go, go home. home. yeah. And, like, yeah, I think they, they appreciate the fact that you're you're in there spending money and you're, yeah. and you're enjoying their local food and they're very they have a lot of pride in their food i had the best pizza probably had in my life in that in naples like it it's was good. just wonderful wonderful pizza and the thing about it is man so light as well you eat one of them pizzas yeah neapolitan you style that, ones yeah. and you're not bloated and you know I, I one of my things i'm constantly battling the bloat yes yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm always i'm, I'm at fucking loggerheads with the bloat yeah. constantly you know okay and th- that was great for the bloat Okay, it's it, a non-bloat it, pizza. Because, I don't know, I don't know maybe it's because it's fermented for so long or whatever it is, but it's not, you don't get that, Yeah, you know, which I was delighted with. And are they thin-crusted pizzas? They're, they're kind of kind of puffy, but they're, they're you know, they've got that kind of burny sort of edge. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Nice. Oh, it's so good, man. It nice was delightful. Um, but listen, this is going to lead me into Mike's grapes. Okay. All right? Let's gripe. So it's time to gripe. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Mike's Gripes. It's a holiday-inspired gripe. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned this already. It's not specific to Americans. I'm not being like, you know, whatever. I'm not being okay. yeah. discriminating against Americans here, whatever, right? But obnoxious tourists okay. is my gripe this week. I'm talking, so I'll give you, I'll paint the picture for you. We're in the island of Capri. Mm-hmm. Right, it's been a fucking movie set. Giorgio Armani has a fucking house there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Beautiful, beautiful place. Right, you're sitting there. I'm enjoying it. I'm Andrea's away poking about the shops. Mm-hmm. I'm having a wee drink of coffee or some shit. I can't remember. Right, bunch of tourists come in, ask me where they're from. America. They're from America. Yeah, they're from America. Right, yeah. obviously. Immediately, the decibel levels go through the roof. <laughs> like it had been just a nice, quiet. Obviously, Italians aren't aren't quiet people. Like, but you know, it was it was at a at a reasonable level, mm. tolerable, right? They came in, my eardrums are nearly burst, and it's all just wah wah wah. It's not like, you know, it's all just talking about fucking things of zero consequence. Yeah, yeah. Just just like oh, sh- what it is, it's loud and it's crass. Yeah, right. It's yeah. loud and crass, and also. <laughs> The guy, there's a guy, right, in this party. I think it was like a party of six or seven of them. Mm. This guy, probably in his probably in his late forties, early fifties, sits down, ordering a drink. He's taking up way too much space, way more yeah. space than he should be. Puts his feet up, puts his fucking feet up on the seat, right? And a bear to mind, like this is mm. this is like this isn't this is a fucking restaurant, right? It's a bar, a restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing? But he did it, and I was thinking, I wonder will the man say something? The Italian fella, the 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 waiter, or the manager. 
didn't say anything, like, took his order, Jeez, and he was too bro. polite to say anything. If that had been me, I'd be like, excuse me, sir, but do you mind taking your shoes off the seat, please? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Common have some now, fucking yeah. decorum. Have some respect for your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It, and it, it, it's just, it was obnoxious, is what it was, Tom. And it, it just, it, it, it made me gripe hard. I was yeah. looking over, and I was going, shaking my head like this. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Putting his feet up. Like, I, I, by all means, make yourself comfortable, but putting your feet up in a fucking restaurant, what do you think this is? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's disgusting. Yeah. Fucking. But it's not <laughs> exclusive to Americans. Like, obviously, there's Irish people go abroad and they're fucking obnoxious and all do. But this group in particular just fucking wound me up. Yeah. I'm thinking, at least have some respect for where you are. Like, and have some respect for the people who are working here. Take your fucking feet off the seat. Do you well, know what I mean? Yeah, address the elephant in the room <sighs> for obnoxious you, you tourists. Really, yeah. Grapes really get my blood pressure going. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, say it again. Yeah, addressing the elephant in the room for obnoxious tourists. These guys <laughs> in the town centre here. English. Like, yeah. English, yeah. And mm. it's like you can sit in like a like a nice terrace in Barcelona. Yeah. And the square will go quiet when a bunch of like loud English lads walk through, tops off. Yes, yeah. And yeah. Like, the English lads are the only people who do that here. Walking around the town centre with their tops off and like so drunk, their eyes are just red. They're uh, sunburnt, drinking beers in public and just yeah. shouting at each other. Like the top off in public thing is if, uh, come on, if, if you cannot on, see like, a body of water, yeah. put your fucking shirt on. Yeah, I think that's a general rule, like, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, listen, by all means, tourism is a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. I think tourism is a positive thing generally. It's, it's see things and obviously i was a tourist and probably people look at me going look at that big fucking irish prick mm. who knows right but um if you're going to go to another country i think you should have a bit of a bit of like a bit more demure be a bit more demure a bit more fucking chill yeah and a bit quieter just be a bit quieter mm-hmm. speak softly to the people yeah. to the server be conscious be of fucking surroundings polite. yeah you know, stop being an animal. Fucking, I, I, it was born. I, yeah. I was more angry. I was more angry than the bloody manager. Yeah, of the place he seemed to be. All right. I don't know if he was all right, but he was just being welcoming, I suppose. But if that had been me, I'd have been like, "Excuse me, so It's probably you know, not even the worst tourist he saw that day. Probably not. Yeah, yeah like you could not move for them, like for mm-hmm. for, for 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 tourists. And there was a tourist from all over the world. It was a lot of Irish as well. Like, yeah, you know, um, and generally speaking, like you know, there was no issue or whatever. But it's just whenever tourists take it upon themselves to be like they're it's like they're invading almost and yeah they're like yeah being like uh, i'm here now and you know well, i think it's poorly educated fucking respect they're poorly I mean? educated like it, it 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 travel used to be quite a hard thing to undertake and now you open a newspaper and there's a whole page ad saying pay this amount of money yeah. and we will put you here feed you give you somewhere to sleep pick you up from the airport all you have to do is pay this money and you'll spend a week in capri it's true and yeah. mm-hmm. we will handle everything like and in, know, in a lot of ways it's a positive thing that in a yeah, lot of ways yeah. it's like you know, you know travel educates it you it makes but... it more it's democratized it a bit more it's you know you you, you can save up a bit and mm. with it with it with a sort of reasonably well-paying job and you can go go somewhere nice you know these days yeah and you made a good point recently actually i remember you saying that our generation sort of more so than maybe previous take a lot of validation get a get a lot of validation from travel and from yeah, experience yeah. from That's experience how they build their things. identity mm-hmm. I like i see a lot on tiktok these days like uh like people who like making tiktoks like planning my next uh holiday like planning my next travel route like yeah. talking about traveling as a lifestyle yeah. but it's not a lifestyle for them because you have to save the money and if you 
but well, I guess there's a few people who are genuinely paid to travel as yeah. travel bloggers or stuff, or they made uh, their income. But the majority of people mm. are people whose entire identity as travelers based around working for digital nine tenths of their life. Well, yeah. that as well. But the mm. truth about a digital nomad is you're fucking lonely. Like, I would say so. I'm yeah. on digital nomad boards and stuff, and all of them are like anyone living in Lima, Peru, who wants to hang out. Yeah. And then like three or four, four people will be like, yeah, let's go for a bit. That is a terrible way to make friends. You're not going to yeah. meet anyone worth hanging around with by reaching out onto the internet yeah. to meet with other people who are like that. Yeah, the like, friendships tip would be like transient friendships. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Or you, you know, when you hang out it's with someone who's got no one else to hang around with and you yeah. just sit there drinking, like the mm. worst kind of friendships, you might, you're better off being alone. This is it. I, I was told recently as well to be blue. Where the fuck did that come from? Anyway, never mind. Um, somebody was telling me recently that to be a digital nomad, you need like a certain amount of money in the bank or something to, for to, a like, lot register. of the visas. Yeah, it's for expensive. A lot of visas, yeah, yeah, to get a visa, mm. have to, I think in Spain it ha- you have to have like twenty five thousand or something like that there. And you're about account. right, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's fucking you need you need to get saving. But yeah, no, this is it. I think that um. We do, as a generation, we do, we do tend to, we our experiences of travel are are very mm-hmm. meaningful for us. I think, yeah, do you know, more so in previous generations. I think, like for example, the boomers. Yeah, we're talking very general here. Yeah, and it's just a bit of crack, but the boomers got a lot of validation from owning. Owning things, yeah. That's how they validate themselves. Materialism. Yeah. Materialism. Mater- yeah. Like our generation isn't very materialistic. When there's, cer- there's a so. certain bounce back towards that though, with like Balenciaga and yes. all these, you know, owning the shirt with like Champion written on it or Supreme. But yeah. that's not really materialism. That's like I'd say hype beast culture is yeah. so is so materialistic. It's not materialism. Yeah. Because all these things look awful. Yeah. Or are just very, very plain with a single thing on it. It's like tribalism. Yeah. Brand. But Supreme. That's a weird one as well. Talking about boomers and identity. Yeah. Here's a question I've been wanting to ask you for ages. And I keep forgetting to ask you it. Because this is so fucking weird to me. A lot of the time on the internet. Mm-hmm. As you know, maybe the viewers don't. I love getting into arguments on the internet with people. Taking any opposing political viewpoint and dying on that hill, making up facts and studies, linking people to those facts and studies, always linking to the same picture of Harrison Ford, by the way, (laughs) because no one ever clicks the links. That's what I worked out. You can say, actually, here's a study that proves you're wrong. (laughs) Send the link and just write, because you know, in links, when you you write a link, you can write the link and Mm -hmm. then the target. Yes. Target it to the same picture of Harrison Ford and then make the link like uh, yeah. www.edu.harvard forward slash study. Tom Moon special. It's a, there's a Tom Moon way to win, uh, win an argument. Yes, on the internet. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I do. And a lot of the time when it comes to like, when it comes to identity and politics and stuff, inevitably you're arguing with an American who will say, well, actually I'm 50% Irish, quarter Italian, quarter German. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the Irish gets up in me, I, and I said, stop, you're 100% American. Yes. How do you feel about that when you say you're from Ireland to an American tourist and they say, oh, I'm 50% Irish? Does that mean um, anything to you? Because it's definitely an American thing yes. to do an Ancestry.com thing and then yeah. assume that culture is part of your identity when you found out and I it means nothing. So. I think that maybe it's because America is such a, still such a young nation, yeah. young country, mm. that they, they sort of a, they'll go back into their ancestry to try and form a, a national identity yeah a bit more of solid identity. history but yeah like 
as the, 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 regards that that is a fucking that's like a like a meme now like the, yeah. they would say oh my great great grandfather was Irish or whatever yeah um listen man it it doesn't bother me it's just like I feel like it's I don't know this is probably like a it's a symptom of having like a green tinted glasses looking back yeah. into the into Ireland's past and wanting to be associated with that yeah um by all means like knock yourself out it doesn't fucking bother me that much to be fair mm. it's a bit annoying i suppose whenever they're i, I don't know you, you just it's but a bit annoying when, when they that, die when the river green yeah or, 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 <laughs> or, or, yeah kind of paddy whackery yeah you know it's quite outdated now this notion that we're all fucking jam dancing jigs on the crossroads drinking fucking yeah i find that it, like bottle or whatever you know because if you did <sighs> that for like other cultures hmm do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it dyed the river green, wearing the little hats on St. Patrick's yeah. Day, mm. only drinking Guinness there. And the hats annoy me, yeah. And saying like, it's oh, it's St. Patrick's Day, let's get blackout drunk in celebration of this culture. Know, because yeah. like, that's a real racial, like imagine if you yeah. dyed the river red, put on a feathered headdress, and yes. then yeah, drank gin until you passed out. Like I know, yeah, I know. This is it. I But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing, this, that sort of, that this it's it's become it's it's not just American now with the advent of these sort of ancestry.com type yeah. websites and stuff like this, people wanting to delve into their genetic history and use that sort of genetic history to help to help them form an identity today. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, come on, fuck like. Yeah. Right? Also, There's, those things are bullshit, aren't yeah. they? Like you can't just take someone's dna and then pick yeah. an arbitrary point in human evolution like yeah. because you, technically you can say we're all 100 african in origin because yeah, that's where absolutely. the species comes from but exactly. they're just picking some point and yeah. it seems to vary from person to person and then they're saying like oh you're 20 percent indo-european 40 percent african like that means nothing i know yeah. i think they're making it up you know it's 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 very like first world this like yeah it's not it's just you know what i mean imagine like people who you know, somewhere in the fucking in, down in Africa or whatever, like reading about this, going, mm. these fucking dickheads, like there's a fucking problem with the money looking into their. I'd love to. I'd love but to. It do is the... kind of interesting, to be fair, though. Like, I, I, I would hesitate to do it. You know, it's... yeah, I don't want to get on their database. Yeah, there's I don't people like who get, that. There's people who get arrested because yeah. like their cousin took it. Uh, and they get a match for like a crime something that happened they prove them wrong they're like but we're gonna mm. that's enough to like check all your family members out yeah and then they'll get a hit on someone this is it yeah um, but I, mean, I, I would be curious to know i would be curious to know my genetic i suppose it would be interesting to, to see where various people came from grandparents in the past yeah. and stuff like that but um, do you think like if you did if you did three of them do you think you'd get the same results consistently because i really wouldn't be surprised i think there would be yeah, some variation i, I think they yeah. make it up I think so. I think there's a bit of bullshit there. They'll, they'll like, all you know, probably a big portion of it. All right, you're Irish. You're a yeah. small. You, they can, you can infer basically. Yeah, exactly. A lot yeah. of it, I think. Like, well, I think like there's no point in me doing one. My dad's yeah. traced the family tree on both sides. We yes. come from, like, if you go back four or five generations, both sides of my family are living within a few miles of each other. So there's obviously yeah. inbreeding, which is great. <laughs> yeah. It's all in Northern Yorkshire, as far as I can tell. Yeah. My grandfather. Or my great grandfathers on both sides were the first generation in about six hundred years of moons to spend their lives above ground. Yes, the rest were iron miners were and spent yeah. most of their lives as subterranean creatures. Yes, tough job that. This is it. Like I, I would, I would be very surprised if I wasn't like you know picking 
fucking 90% Irish or something like <laughs> yeah, that. I don't, don't you know think I mean? there's going to be like, someone more Irish you know? than you. <laughs> I mean, I would say so. But I would say there's there, there's definitely probably a sprinkle of English and Scottish and, and probably some fucking uh, Scandinavian in there from, yeah. from the Vikings, from the Viking conquest. Well, definitely um, people have been bouncing between some, Liverpool and Dublin for the last yeah. 500 odd years. There's probably some whatever some anglo fucking norman or whatever as well yeah. we're a hodgepodge we're a hodgepodge mix all yeah. of us for fuck's sake spanish you know I mean? as well a lot of spanish in ireland they yeah washed there's a bit up of, from there's the bit armada of, yeah there's, there's definitely a bit of supposedly spanish a... fucking well, I don't, I, as well i think i heard somewhere recently that's not true like with the armada thing yeah about the armada thing they would have just washed up and then the irish instantly killed them and jobbed probably, them. probably <laughs> yeah i mean probably or and or plundered them you yeah know? but at the same time uh, Spain was always kind of like a little bit of an ally to some of the Gaelic lords and, oh, really? and chieftains and whatnot. Yeah, because of the the Catholicism and the enemy of my enemy is my friend yes, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, because the Spanish the Spanish actually sent military help to Ireland at one point during the Nine Years' War. We're going to bore everyone now with some history. <laughs> We're going um, Which was a war between Irish Gaelic lords and uh, Queen Elizabeth's yeah. um, England. Um but yeah, the, the Spanish sent troops and they basically got hemmed into a part of a little town in Cork called Kinsale. Mm-hmm. And the Gaelic lords had to march the length of Ireland down to relieve the siege and to help the Spanish troops. The Spanish yeah. troops were supposed to be there to fucking help them. Yeah, ended up. They had to yeah. go and bail them out. But whilst they did that, the English lured them into bad ground ah. and it was just a fucking massacre. I mean, that's classic um, English and also classic Spanish. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think they were successful in rescuing yeah. any of the Spanish, actually, in the end. But it's the thought that counts. Yeah, it's the thought yeah. that counts, yeah. But yeah, there's all, there was, like, traditional links there. Like, oh. Do you know? That's cool. But because it, Mostly because of Catholicism. The French sent help as well. There's a storm. There's a big storm. This is later, like, a few hundred years later, um, that destroyed their armada that was mm. on the way to, to invade Ireland and to help support... But then they probably probably would have stuck around and just ended up being French fucking yeah. colonizers there. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, who knows what would have happened? Do you know? But anyway, Tom, we digress. Yes. We must go back on track here. Yeah. We've got a list of stuff. Oh, yeah. We've got things about. to talk about. What have we got there? So we've done Mike's gripes. Yes. Uh, we addressed the week off and her fucking shenanigans last weekend. What we about movie ideas? movie ideas, Tom? I have had a few. Uh, my phone appears to be overheating. Um. I yes. can't read it. Oh, it's, I've got sunglasses on. That's why. That'll be it, yeah. man. It's not much better, but I can try. <sighs> Wearing black jeans in the uh, in the heat. sunlight. Yeah. It's got hot. Mistake. Yeah, this is only happening That's this week. That's No, yeah. The uh, once again, the movie ideas were written in sort of not blackout, but maybe a hangover, alcoholic fury. Um, well, I'm excited. The caffeine has kicked in from this cafe latte. Yeah, what's going on here? I can't read just... them. Oh, there they are. Okay, Tom. Okay. Take it away. Yeah, I went Harry Potter. I've been thinking a lot about Harry Potter this week. Um, Harry Potter, they're making a new fucking TV show. Did yeah. You see that? It's ridiculous. It's like, pointless. Man. Leave it. It's yeah. done. It was It was fine it when was we did it. wrong with it. Um, is it, do they want to like wokeify it or something? Oh, they'll definitely wokeify it. But I think they just still haven't addressed the main problems in Harry Potter. Which is? Well, like you can't. 
My problem with the first Harry Potter book is you say to this young boy who's been bullied all his life and abused, hey, you can do magic now. Here's a wand to do it with, and here's books describing all the magic you can do with this wand. Yes. Now sit on this train to Scotland for six hours and don't hurt yourself. Yeah, there was a lack of supervision. And yeah. the fact that Hagrid just vanishes mm -hmm. and leaves him in London yeah. to try and find Platform 9 of I mean, the Orders. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Harry went on a rampage then, taking out like, yeah. like the years of abuse he suffered by Uncle Vernon. It's like, oh, this, this spell will tell me how to like petrify people. Like, what sort of petrificus totalis? Just do that to uh, Uncle Vernon and kick the living shit out of him until the spare wells. Oh, you'd 100% yeah. be looking for revenge, like, yeah. wouldn't you? And I wouldn't let a girl who's in the same position cast Oculus Reparo yeah. on my face. I know, yeah. You'd you, snap the wand out of her hand. I mean, you? there's no evidence in, in any of the books that <laughs> magicians have any ability to cure ocular diseases because Harry still wears fucking glasses. It's true, yeah. Yeah, and you're going to let a little girl... I wouldn't let a little girl point a stick at my face anyway, the let same. alone if the stick did magic. There's, a, there's glaring plot holes here. It's glaring. Yeah, yeah. in this book about wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tom. Anyway, the first one, uh, it's called... Oof, and yeah, might have to cut this one out straight off the bat. Oh. Uh, Harry Potter and the reintegration of what were previously considered less able children back into mainstream schools. Yep, go. that's got to go. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, sorry, on. dude. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny, though. Oh, I don't remember writing that last bit. Um, <laughs> I crit's like a big fucking one of those guys, you know, in like, one of the fools yeah. of the Fruit <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he is. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, that one's got to go. This one's definitely got to go. Uh, Planet of the Apes, the final solution uh, to the human question. Um, oh, Planet of the Apes, the final solution to the human question is Schindler's List, but all the Nazis are apes. Schindler is a kindly orangutan who employs as many humans as he can in his banana peeling factory, Oscar Bait. <laughs> I don't know. Oscar Bait once again, eh? I need to the stop. Academy are going to be chomping at the bit. I need to stop doing these when I'm drunk or like review them before I read them on the podcast. I think you're going to laugh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this one is either called gladiator or carry on up the Colosseum. Uh, <laughs> carry on up the Colosseum. A Roman general is betrayed by the country he loves and cast down into slavery where he is sold on to a theatre company and forced to perform as an over-the-top pantomime dame. Okay. Uh, film slowly transforms from swords and sandals epic into drag comedy innuendo-filled romp. Something for all the family. A Christmas movie. Slave, you'll remove your wig and tell me your name. He's behind you. Oh, Maximus, that spear's all up in me, Jaxi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what that one is. Where did that come from? Yeah. Where, were you watching their documentary about Rome or something? Or I don't something know. happened? My girlfriend told me a few weeks ago I watched Gladiator and just burst into tears and went to bed. So it's probably, probably that <laughs> night. Um... <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah. Oh dear. That's all we got on the movie ideas front. We might have to cut oh, them out. I mean, the Roman one could maybe stay in. Yeah. I think that could stay in. Um, the banana peel one. The... <laughs> I don't know. You've got another. You've got an obsession with Oscar Schindler as well. <laughs> I just think he's cool. 
<laughs> Thank you very much, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's movie ideas, they're getting better and better. Yeah, and I'm going to have to cut most of them out. They're getting fucking crazy is what they're doing. Getting... Right, listen, Tom, mm-hmm. it's t- that time again. So, sure. the last podcast... We've been very fucking low energy today, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah. We need to pick things up here. Should we should have some beers. We should have had beers. Yeah. Have it's beers. a mistake not right. to have beers. So, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What? I was getting the giggles. Um, <laughs> last week we, ha- we had <laughs> Belfast-isms, right? Yes. belfast sounds. Now we're going back to the Northwest, okay. Donegal, for some of uh, John, John Muldowney's famous... So famous sayings yes. or ones that he's collected over the years, okay. right? I have to get my little list here, or envelope, and my spectacles. So prepare myself for the read. <sighs> Smoking glasses have seen better days, you know. <laughs> Look at the fucking stain on them, like Jesus. Yeah, maybe clean them. Right. So, um, okay, Tom. That fella would drink pish from a cow track. What do you think that refers to? It's, uh... I mean, that's got to be a man who's heavily into his alcohol. It's a man who is fond of the gargle. Yes. Do you know? We drink piss from a cow track. He would, he, so cow he, trap? He would, uh, from a cow track. What is that? So, like, a track that it's left behind, like a footprint. Oh. And cows pissing those. He would drink piss from a cow track. Is I've also heard a variation. He would drink he, uh, he would drink, uh, drink it out of a tramp shoe. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Just disgusting. Have you got any ones like that for someone who just... Is a is a, a great man for the booze. No, it's it's not a big place for sayings the south of England. No, not really a big place for talking very, to people. Very yeah, to the point. Straight to the point. Anglo-Saxon. Write a letter. Yeah. Okay. Um, if he was any thinner, the one I would do him. Did we have that before? Yeah, we had that one before. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good one. I've shafted it. I've, made it. <laughs> I've ruined the segment. Um, I only drink. <laughs> This is a quote from an f- Irish writer. Mm-hmm. I only drink on two occasions, when I'm thirsty and when I'm not. That's great. People wonder why we have a reputation for being a wee bit, you know, rambunctious with the, with the, with the liquor. Yeah. I mean, some of our famous <laughs> yeah. writers come out with stuff like Just that. Just drinking all the time. There's, yeah. uh, there's, a one, um, there's another one he did. Uh, Work is the curse of the drinking classes. That's great. Another Brendan Behan one. Um, and there is was he, another one. Is um, he the guy who's, um, who's got that, there's that, Video interview of him where his wife's talking about how that's in- a different guy. I was just <laughs> about to bring that up. Yeah. So I believe that's John B. Keen. Okay. Um that that video is wild. Like Yeah. But it's like he's so poetic about it. About drink. It makes you want to be an alcoholic, yeah. If anybody has seen this, maybe maybe we could stitch a wee bit of it into this. I'll see if I can stick it. Like just you know? the bit where his wife says, like, you're horrible when you're not drinking. Like, I tell you, go and have a drink. We 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 tell him. Oh, go on now and have a drink. He'll be beating his hands bloody on the wall. Very angry. But when he takes a drink now, he's grand. He's fine. It's insane. You know? You know? There's no man been born on this earth with the love of liquor as much as I do. You know? I love I love the plop. I love the yeah, violent hit yeah. of the whiskey as I chase it down with a pint or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> It's yeah, like, that's great. But it's definitely not something to listen to if you're an alcoholic yeah. or you're struggling with drink or you've been sober for a while and you don't want to go on the drink because he's just like, you're like, fuck, right? I, I love a beer right now. <laughs> there is something romantic like about the classic sort of alcoholic, especially mm. like the Irish ones, but you, like, you just don't see the reality of it. It's the reality like a, of it's it a romantic is much different. Ideal, yeah, like... yeah. Like, for example, what do you call it? 
the romantic notion of alcoholism that uh, writer Charles Bukowski. Yeah. Um, I read one of his books last year, Factotum, and it's just like his like basically like memoirs, like diary of when he was on on just on the drink, man. Yeah. On his in his twenties, like, and the things he got up to, and it's it's funny and it's a good read, but it's also bleak and yeah. dark and like fuck me, like heartbreak and yeah. stuff, like. You it's know? not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. Um. I can't believe I fucking used one of the other sayings. It's okay. I can't. I can't because they're all recorded. Yeah. So I can't be like pulling them out now to see. Like, yeah. To do, to do another one. Well, do you not have any others? I don't have any. Oh, others. Right, okay. <laughs> That'll be fine. <laughs> That'll do for now. It can't be worse than my movie ideas, which all turned out to be horrible. Oh, Tom. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. I have another thing I want to ask you about. Yeah. What a podcast this yeah. is. Huh? This is real good shit. Some low um, energy hadron collider. So, yes, this is a listener contribution. Mm-hmm. Zombie apocalypse. Oh. We haven't talked about this, right? No. No. This is a cool zombie apocalypse, Tom. Like Last of Us style. Mm-hmm. You've been made aware of it. What's your first move? What are you doing? Find a tower, mm-hmm. live at the top of the tower. I was thinking tower too. Mm. I'm a big guy for towers anyway. That fucking one there. That one, yeah. Going straight up there. Yeah. And then, I don't know, killing my enemies. There's a there's a, um, there's a shop in Gracia that sells crossbows. Have you ever seen it? A lot of windows, though, in that tower. Is that a disadvantage, having so many big windows? Because people could, do you know what I mean? See you walking around or, or like the, the, wee, the wee like gremlin fucking uh, zombies could see you and want to crawl up. Or well, I think in any zombie apocalypse, the problem isn't the zombies, it's the survivors. It is, yeah. Mm. It's, the, it's the bandits. And- yeah, bandits. Like you, we've both read fucking what do you call him? We've both read the road, Carmen yeah, McCarthy. That's what and like about. it was the people. It was wasn't even apocalyptic. It wasn't zombie. It was post apocalyptic, but it was just like roving bands of marauders. Yeah, that's I mean, the worry. You, you you need to defend yourself from them. There's a like I said, there's a shopping grass here that sells crossbows. So I'm going straight in there and taking all the crossbows. Yeah, denial of resources, all th- of them for me. Here's the thing about the conversations like this and the mm-hmm. scenario like this: you need to be, you need to have the jump on everyone else. Mm-hmm. So say you've got prior knowledge, you've got like you've got 24 hours to prepare yourself. That's the sort of and yeah. Then everybody, everybody else is going to be made aware. Yeah. So you need to get fucking shit done quick. What you flight? Need- I would think a flight somewhere, man. Yeah, I think what you need to do is realize that. The majority of the killing and the dying is going to happen in the first week or so. Yes. So you need to get out of here for a week. I'd take one of the yachts yeah. in the port. The, I thought about and that And then too. get about 30, 30 meters away uh, from the shore. So I can see what's going on. And yes. like if people are asking for help, I can say no. <laughs> nope. No can do. My hands are tied. Right, man. <laughs> My hands are, I don't uh, know how to drive this. <laughs> yes. But so you're thinking, so if you, for example, maybe you had to stay in Barcelona, you'd steal a yacht. First of all, go get the crossbows, get the weaponry. crossbows. Cheese wire as well from cheese the wire. nice charcuterie place. Yes. Um, because cheese wire is very handy in a zombie apocalypse. And let's fish. You take some cheese too. I take there. all the cheese. I proper, some, nice, I, some nice camembert. I mainly live off fish that I pull out of the water yeah. and delicious cheeses. Yeah. And like <laughs> loads of wine. Get really che- a lot of wine. Get really cheese fat during the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm delicious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred um, percent. Oh, you're definitely stocking up on the good snacks. Like, yeah, yeah. Snacking. <laughs> I can't cook anyway. Yeah. So I'm designed for a zombie apocalypse. Because yes. I pretty much eat like I'm in one. Yeah. I'm left to my own devices. I'm thinking, yeah, crossbow's a good one. And mm-hmm. samurai sword for up close and personal stuff. Yeah. You just yeah, lop good. a head off of that. Or see, um, I think you wouldn't. 
you weren't like something as easy to use like the the kukri the curved um hooked blades ah they're they quite have? short you know yeah samurai sword's good i'd i'd cut my own leg off with a samurai sword instantly <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe a machete but again i'd hurt machete. myself rope mm. you need a lot of rope you need a lot of rope you need as well dental equipment because that's what will kill you eventually you'll point. get a bad tooth yeah and it'll get infected and you'll die or you won't or you won't be able to eat enough because your tooth hurts how shitty would that be? yeah so you need you need novocaine to numb your mouth and good pliers to pull out the bad teeth a lot of novocaine mm. This is it. If 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 in the scenario is that you could go somewhere, you've got twenty four hours, and you, I think, honestly, the west of Ireland's going to be the last place to get hit. Like <laughs> the, parts of, right? the parts of the west of Ireland where the zombie apocalypse yeah. has already happened. I mean, <laughs> uh, um, like yeah. I think, like the outer regions of Donegal are going to be relatively all right for a while. It's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna take a, definitely a few weeks to hit there. Like, go to one of the islands off yeah. the coast of Ireland. Well, that's the dream, isn't it? You get an island. And you stay yeah. on the island. Yeah, I think boredom's the big killer as well. Bored, uh, boredom and dental problems. Imagine the internet just gone as well. No internet. Do you know what I mean? I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> I'd probably just end it. Um, nah, it's not the scenario, Tom. No, sorry. Survive. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, gotta rebuild. Rebuild. You gotta, you and your good lady, I have gotta have kids and stuff yeah. on this island. Christ, can you imagine if we rebuilt civilization? How Dude. fucking weird it would be. <laughs> I know, and like the weird thing about that as well, like imagine you were the last your kids would have to do you know? Yeah. Yeah, I well mean, that's I think, not good. Like yeah, I think realistically mistake. it ends. Yeah. It ends. Probably does, doesn't it? Mm. Not a good one. Hopefully there's no zombie apocalypse. I've an, I have another scenario for, for you, which I've been wanting to ask you for a while. And nice. it's uh because I know the answer to it, but I want you to re explain it. Okay. You're on a flight. Yes. Gets hijacked. And they're going towards a building. They're going to fly into a building. They tell you, yeah. you're basically in a nine eleven situation. Shit. How do you retake the plane? How do I retake the plane? Yeah, I think you've told me your your theory on this before. Um. So, I'm not I'm not a big man for buying bottles of booze when I'm in the duty free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would have a scan around. Scan around. Mm-hmm. See, maybe so. For example, maybe there's a nice young chap beside me. Yeah. Who's got a bottle of jack daniels mm-hmm. i say listen buddy a bottle give it to me okay he said why why says, listen you'll fucking see all right mm-hmm. bottle of jack daniels hijacker is walking up and down the aisle he's eyeballing people i'm just sitting calm as cool and calm as you like yeah he walks past and as he walks past i leap out of the seat <laughs> yeah. and crack him over the head with the fucking bottle of jack daniels yeah smashing it Okay. He's fucking out. He's okay. out for the count. He's yeah. bleeding. Mm-hmm. Finish him off with the fucking shard of glass. Mm-hmm. And the, the other boys come after me. But at this stage, because I've because I've led the charge, yeah. so to speak, everybody else goes a big set of balls and we all fucking dive on them. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I'm jamming away with the broken glass. Yeah. And uh and uh we, we retake the plane. How do you open the cockpit Smooth door? Smooth landing. I, you... I get on the Google and Google how to land a plane. How do you open the cockpit door if they've locked themselves in? Tell them, it's me, it's Mick. <laughs> and they let me in. What? Just rely on them knowing someone called Mick. <laughs> rely on one of the hijackers outside the locked door being called Mick. But you tell, he's shouting through, listen, we've retaken, we've killed the, the hijack, or we've got them tied up oh, or whatever. No, 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 the hijackers are flying the plane. Oh, they're, they're already flying They're the in the cockpit and they've locked the door like they did in 9-11. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that, like... Oh. I thought they were up and down the cabin. I was... No, yeah, there, there was. Ah, there's one or two guarding you. I'm in trouble then. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> in trouble. How am I gonna? 
I maybe I could. Uh, no, I see. I, I always think as well you could start a fire or something, but. <laughs> But how, how are you getting in that door is how the does, problem. How does starting a fire make the situation any better for you? I, 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 how, how are you going to get them out? Like you, can't, you can't coax them out with any kind of treats or anything like that. <laughs> or, you know, you no. can't say, oh, Miss World's back here. She wants yeah. to give you a fucking BJ or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, no, so I don't. You, you can't get them out of there. You're fucked. There must be a secret way in. You think so? A I little hatch? Yeah, but there's those, um, those weird pilots who occasionally just lock themselves in and then crash into mountains and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, man. Oh, fuck. I, I, I'm already a nervous fire. You're fucking mm. making me more nervous now. Well, I have an escape yeah. route. I'm 90% positive if you open the door on a plane yeah. and you've got the, you know, the slide that comes out when you do an ocean landing. Yeah. If you inflated that slide and grabbed it as it was inflating yes. and you fell holding on to the, the slide, yeah. it would slow you down enough that you'd survive the fall. That's, that's, I think that's this, I think idea. the slide would act as a parachute. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you ever seen like, um, what's it called? A, a bouncy castle blow yeah. away in a strong wind. When yeah. it comes back, like kids get trapped in it, it lands and they're usually fine. So in your scenario, you're not retaking the plane, you're just abandoning ship. I'm leaving every. Well, I'm going to try. I'll give it a go. You give it a, an old bit of bog effort. What I'd do, I think you've got to get a weapon. Yeah. And you're either going to boil water and put all the sugar in it to make napalm. Yeah. But that's difficult to yeah. throw. I mean, you could put it in socks mm-hmm. and then throw the socks of napalm at people. But again, you don't want to be dealing with napalm ever, I, in, really. Uh, Especially ever, in, in the uh, air. Up there? Yeah. Napalm's a tricky one. I think the best place to find a weapon is to ask all the women on the flight, get your makeup bags out, and one of them's going to have those little scissors that uh, have no use. Or there might be a woman who has pepper spray. Sometimes women carry pepper spray, uh, so they go, yeah. yeah. Know? Any would think, be attackers. I think the 9-11 guys pepper sprayed the, the whole of first cup, first class and no one could get near the door. Bastards. So you'd have to wrap your head in cling film. What a sh- what an awful shower they were. Eh? An awful they shower were of bastards. They were, the 9-11 lot. Fuck's sake, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Nah, like, yeah, this is it. It's. I think you're going to go, you're going to die anyway, right? Mm. In this scenario, you might as well go out swinging. Yeah. I would say. Or falling from the sky, hurting yeah. to the ground, holding onto a slide. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> yeah. um, oh, God. As, I, as I'm saying, I remember where I saw it, and it was at Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, yeah. where they do that. They uh, they hold onto like an emergency life raft and jump yeah. out of the plane. And, and, it, and it worked? For Indy? In Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, uh, it works. It's yeah. a movie, though, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Ah, Jesus, man, this is it, man. That, that's that's such a scary scenario, man. Yeah. It's so, ugh. like, I'm that. not a big. I don't really like flying myself. Like, I do it. Like, and I'm, I'm not overly scared. Like, but mm. I do. I just, I always have these moments where my brain goes a wee bit. Woo. Yeah. I'm fucking flying through the air right now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's fucking mental. That's so fast. Yes, but anyway, you just to address that as well. Like, I mean, the the, the bottle thing, like. Like that, that could be utilized as a weapon. Like people should yeah. be aware of that. Like, should, yeah, I think they. I think the bottles you buy in first class are made of different materials. Are they? I think they're like a plastic. Are they plastic? Yeah, I but, think but, so. but what about the bottle you buy in duty free? They're glass. That shouldn't be allowed in the oh. plane. I think. Yeah, probably. Do you know what I mean? Although I suppose where do you draw the line? Because you could make it, make loads of things into weapons. You can. There's bits. You, know of, I mean? you could like tear the armrest off a seat ah. and use it as a weapon. Yeah. Like you, you know what I mean? Or even like. There's all sorts of ways you can make weapons. We have to be careful. What if there's terrorists listening to oh, this no, who are getting yeah. ideas? Getting fucking ideas. <laughs> Mom, if we can use the armrests. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, eh? 
But yeah, so that's yeah, that's, that's how that. we defeat terrorism. Have we got anything else to talk about? Tom? No, I think we should. Uh, we, should we should ditch this plane. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's wrap this up. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> I mean, this is good luck finding podcast highlights for yeah. this one. <laughs> I might have to it's go back been to okay. last week. Yeah, I mean, we've just been. I think it's it's a it's a symptom of we're a wee bit tired. We've had it. We've had a bit of a run there. Distinct lack of cans. Know, yeah, the boys aren't on the cans. Yeah, we're trying to be good and sensible men today. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, my phone keeps going off, which means someone wants to get on the cans with yes. me. But it, I think that next week, next Saturday, mm-hmm. we will go back on the uh, yeah. We'll we'll assume form next Saturday. Yeah. Form. But anyway, this is a this is just a filler, just to keep you going. Mm-hmm. We'll be back fit and firing on all cylinders next Saturday. Like, share, subscribe, tell your mates. Fucking yeah. I'm maybe going to move the release date to Tuesdays. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, takes the stress off a little bit. Does it? Later in the week, yeah. Well, man, you yeah. you got to look after your stress levels. It's very important in this okay. life. So yeah, that's cool. All right. Adios. Bye-bye.